And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're going to talk all about resume gaps and how to help you deal with them if that's something you're worried about. Here is what I'm talking about when I say resume gaps. Maybe you're not working right now and haven't for some time. Maybe you have a spatial gap somewhere within your resume, or maybe the job that you've been in for some time is just not relevant to the next one you'll be applying for. Regardless of what your specific gap is, it's how you take action that will determine its effect on your job search. Especially when it comes to your level of confidence, you don't want to let this get to you, and you want to make sure you handle this as quickly as possible. All right, so some context so you can see where I'm coming from in all the advice I'm going to give you in the next 10 minutes. First of all, you need to start with the perspective or from the perspective of a recruiter of what a resume gap might look like. There's a reason why recruiters need to pay attention to this. And no, I'm not telling you to freak about freak out about your resume gap. In fact, there's a good chance that even on your resume, someone's not even going to notice. In fact, I had a meetup one time here in Austin, Texas, and I showed up I showed a few resumes on the screen and I asked recruiters after they reviewed the resume for about six to 10 seconds, which is the average, um, I asked them, did you notice the resume gap, which was blaring within the second resume? And all the recruiters basically said no, or actually one of them said they did, but they didn't put much thought into it. And the other two said they didn't even notice. I would venture to say that since you spend the most time on your resume, you're the one that's the most self-conscious about it, really. And it's something that you shouldn't really be worrying about. However, We want to make sure we do cover our bases here to make sure we play it safe with our resume because the truth is people are looking for reasons to throw your resume in the trash and the resume gap may be one of those reasons. Consider the recruiter's mindset. An employer might wonder what you were doing during that time and you know, sometimes people's minds run wild. They're going to say, did this person go to jail? Was this person just sitting back on the couch and eating bonbons for days? I would venture to say, if you're listening to this podcast right now, that wasn't you. And something that might be good to do during that time, especially if your gap is now, is to show you're being active, which is what we'll move into in a little bit here. The third piece of context here is to remember that your resume is a marketing piece, not just a list of all your previous jobs. How you present yourself matters at the end of the day. And your resume should be a very concise document that shows why someone should interview you for the job. All right, so three steps to overcoming those pesky gaps. The first one is going to be determine whether or not to downplay or call attention to your gap. Some of you should not be worrying about this issue so much. So I recommend paying close attention to where the gap happened within the timeline of your career. If this is a spatial gap we're talking about, so for instance, if you worked somewhere, took some time off for whatever reason, and came back to a job, then this is what I'm talking about here. Don't worry about that gap if it happened a long time ago. For instance, if this was a job that happened 10 years ago or more than 10 years ago, I honestly, as a recruiter or hiring manager, just don't care that you had a gap that was even a year. It's just not that big of a deal to me. If you currently are not working or are out of work, if your gap is less than six months, then I say don't worry about it so much. It is common to leave a job and not have a job for a short period of time. And quite honestly, it's not that big of a deal. So I say don't worry about that gap if it's a less than six month period of time. 
if that time is now, you still want to make sure that you are showing that you're being active. Recruiters always seem to really want to know what you're up to at the current moment in time. And we'll talk about that in a second here on my second tip. Second tip is take action to address that gap. So the first step I said, determine whether or not to downplay or call attention to that gap. So based on that decision you've made, I recommend taking action to address it. So if you choose to downplay that gap, there is something you can do to make sure you're not calling attention to that gap. And notice here, I, I'm, I'm not really saying hide that gap because I don't want you to start thinking like this is a big, a big run or a big game for me to hide my resume gap. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is maybe you shouldn't emphasize those dates so much to call attention to it. There's a subtle difference. So don't put your employment dates, for instance, in bold or don't underline it. Maybe there's something you can do to justify those dates so it's consistent to where they don't pop out in the resume. And as a resume writer and someone who's dealt with thousands of resumes, it's it's easy for me to picture. But for some of you, I kind of get it. If you have a gap within your resume, that's something you may want to consider is not showcasing those dates so much. So one thing you might be able to do is push your location close to your dates so that way they're kind of smushed together. Um, Once again, I'm not saying make your resume a big smush pile and make it really messy, but by kind of putting together your dates with your location as opposed to making your dates stand out by themselves, you are going to not emphasize those dates. It's a little trick, and if it works for you, try it. If you have a two-page resume and your gap was back in time, it is possible to take that that period of time and then push it over to the second page in which the gap was. That's another trick. But once again, I tend to not push people to hiding these things as much just because eventually at one point or another, a recruiter could find out and they just they don't want to know that you're trying to be dishonest at any point. So like I said, there's a subtle difference just... Don't emphasize the fact that you had a gap. If you choose to downplay it, just find a way to to not highlight it. All right, so let's talk about if you decide to call attention to your gap. Sometimes that's the best case scenario. And after talking to a bunch of recruiters and companies, sometimes they say, just be honest with me. Let me know what it is that you had done during the time that you were unemployed. So A few different things you can do here. Number one is consider explaining your gap in a cover letter. Yes, I still think cover letters have the relevance today. And I think especially if you have a gap or are a career changer, I think you want to be submitting a cover letter with every application, at least those applications that you care about. So address that gap in a cover letter. And in one sentence or two, don't spend too much time on it. You want to let recruiters know what you did during that time. Once again, if this is a gap that was more than 10 years ago, don't call attention to that in a cover letter. It's not that big of a deal. But if you have been out of work for, let's say, yeah, six months right now, it is really important to show that you are being active, especially within your space. If you want to get the job, you got to show that you're doing something that just shows that your energy and your mindset is geared towards that job. So talk about that gap. Talk about what you're doing during that time, whether it be volunteer experience, whether it be taking a coding boot camp, or whether it be you started a meetup group and it's a meetup group that's passionate about coding, if that's what you want to get into. Show that you're active. I think this is incredibly important, not just for recruiters, but for your own sanity to 
make yourself feel like you're, what you're doing is meaningful and valuable and important. Can't emphasize that enough. I think it's just really important. I gave a talk the other day. During that talk, someone raised their hand and said they had a resume gap. And, you know, I asked, I said, you know, what types of jobs are you applying for? And they said software development jobs. And I said, okay, how long is your resume gap? And they said six to seven months. And I was like, okay, so what have you been doing during that time for the six to seven months? And they said, well, I've been taking a coding bootcamp to refine my skills. And I'm like, absolutely. That's exactly what you should be emphasizing within your resume to show that you're active within your space. So absolutely, just because you're not working doesn't mean that what you're doing in this period in time isn't relevant and it isn't worthy of talking about in an interview. Just because it isn't paid experience doesn't mean it's not relevant experience. And especially if you're in school, this is something that's meaningful and something you want to call attention to. So what I recommended for that individual is to take her coding experience or sorry, that coding boot camp that she was taking and push it to the top of her resume, even in that summary to call out the fact that she was actively learning all these different programming languages and um, to call attention to it in her LinkedIn profile and her cover letter. So show you're being active and show that you care about your industry. It is so important. Okay. Step three. So we covered two things so far. We said a, determine whether or not to downplay or call attention to your gap. Um, for most people, I might recommend calling attention to it if it really sticks out like a sore thumb. And number two is take action to address that gap, showing that you're active and also um, explaining it in a cover letter or wherever necessary. Number three, and probably the most important step for you right now, is to relax. Seriously, Relax. If you're listening to this podcast right now and it's it's titled How to Deal with a Resume Gap, there's a good chance that you're the type of person that's worried about the situation. I'm telling you, everything is going to be okay. Just like that Bob Marley Three Little Bird song. I really mean it. Most people worry about this issue a lot more than they should. So I promise you, if you take the time to address the gap and don't let it undermine your confidence, then it's not going to ruin your job search. It is just not going to have a negative effect if you deal with it and you move forward with confidence. That's just the way it works. So just want to say here, make sure that you rehearse your gap reasons in the mirror because this is something that you might get asked about during an interview. And I recommend trying to keep it as short as possible. Don't be apologetic about it. It's matter of a fact and Trust me, if you don't rehearse it, it just might come out awkward that first time when someone asks you during an interview, what have you been doing in the last six months? That lack of confidence might read unless you practice it in the mirror or with a trusted friend a few times before that interview. And I recommend doing the same sort of concept with your cover letter or LinkedIn profile where you might address that gap. So write it out all on a piece of paper and determine how you can cut it down to just a few concise sentences that don't come off as being apologetic or unconfident in your job search. Don't worry. Every little thing is going to be all right. So one last thing I just, I guess I would add to this is networking is incredibly important and it's, it's the dirty word that I hate even saying, but it's one of the most important aspects of any human being's life is connecting with other people. Um, especially if you feel like resume gaps are something that have, 
undermined your confidence in the past or something that's bothered you, you really need to make sure you're getting out there and connecting with other people and not just sitting back and applying through these applicant tracking systems and just submitting your, submitting your resume to a black hole. Um, I, I'm not saying not to apply online. I think it's great, but it is really going to hurt you, I think, if this is something that's concerned you or bothered you in the past and you feel like a resume gap might be getting in your way and you're not getting out there, out there and actually talking to people who are in your industry and making connections. I can't explain the logic behind it um, or the science, but I just know it works. You want to make sure that you're connecting with people. And heck, even with a trusted friend or trusted advisor, mentor, or person in, in your industry, let them know your concern about your resume gap or you know whatever period in time that you're in. I know a lot of you are going through a career transition. I would especially encourage those career transitioners to get out there and find a trusted advisor, a mentor, or even just someone who you can sit down and have a chat with. So going to summarize once again what to do about your resume gap. Number one, determine whether or not to forget about it and downplay that gap or to call attention to it and find a reasonable explanation. Number two is to take that action based on the last step I said. So consider explaining that gap within a cover letter. Consider showing that you're an active participant in whatever industry you're in. And number three, first and foremost, is relax and realize that everything is going to be all right. You just got to take action. Really, I just, I guess I would add is just meet other people within your industry and make those connections. And I'm telling you, you're going to be all right. So this concludes our 120th episode of the Career Warrior podcast, all about resume gaps. And if you have any questions, please feel free to shoot me a question on LinkedIn. I know some of you have very specific questions about your resume gap. I'm Chris Villanueva, CPRW. And uh, yeah, like I said, come up with your action plan and let me know what you plan on doing to address that resume gap. We also have another blog called How to Disguise a Career Gap in Your Resume. Um, I kind of regret that title just because I I think it gives off the wrong message. Like we're trying to trick people here. Um, Not like that at all but I will definitely post the blog within the description. It has some pictures, which might be helpful for some of you. So this concludes episode 120. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for being an amazing listener for the Career Warrior Podcast. I'll see you next time. Hey guys, go to your LinkedIn and share your favorite episode and tag me in that post. This month, I'm choosing my favorite posts and selecting one person to help with their resume and their job search. I'll give you a personal video call and some tools necessary to land that dream job. Just go on LinkedIn, share your favorite episode, and tag me. Let me know why it's your favorite episode. Heck, I'll probably comment no matter what. I'm Chris Villanueva, CPRW. I'll post my LinkedIn in the description so you can follow me. 